0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Mortgage Video Mastermind, where we bring you professionals who share insight into the latest trends, tips, industry, technology, and services to help you create more videos to use in your mortgage business. Okay, and we are live. So welcome everyone to another episode of our Mortgage Video Mastermind. And my name is Ginger Bell. And we have the gangs here today. I'm so excited. We have a special guest, Sue Woodard. Hey, Sue. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining. And yeah, uh, yeah. we've got Scott Shang here, Carl White, with a special guest, Steve Kyle. So thanks for hopping on. And I, I think you just landed from Houston, right? Oh, we can't broke hear in. you. There he is.
1: Literally just broke in. So
2: I caught him in <laughs> the house. There you go.
0: Nice, and joining us from Atlanta, Jason Frazier. So, so happy to have everyone here today. So if you have questions, type them in the uh, chat box, the Q&A box, we are live on Facebook and we are recording this so you can get a copy of that. We'll send a copy out to everyone. We actually have people that register for this webinar. We do it every week, every Wednesday we do this. And uh, so we're happy to have you on. And uh, joining us, so Sue, the whole idea, and you and I had the opportunity to spend a couple days together last week. We did. We were in Seattle, Washington, and uh, Sue and I had a great place that was on the lake. Yep. And spent some time together, just uh, masterminding poor green strategy the entire time. Poor green. Except for the oh, first two hours we were there. It was, I know, it was, it was, it was classic Seattle, but we had a great time. A lot of, a lot of sunshine in our hearts. I'll say that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the Pacific Northwest. Yes. Lots of rain, but sunshine in our hearts for sure. In Minnesota, so, we say
3: blonde hair and blue noses.
0: So that's kind of our deal here. There you go. <laughs> so, uh. So you know, you when I when I think of someone who has an incredible influence on being able to really uplift others, and be able to promote others, um, it's you, Sue. And uh, you and I have known each other for a long time, had an opportunity to work together for a long time. But you know, really, when I when I think of you and what you do for our industry, you are such a key evangelist for supporting others and promoting others and so i appreciate that i know all of us on this call appreciate that thank you um and you know and when you're looking at branding and i think you know branding is so important um for people to look at right now video is a component of that what do you see um and we're just i'm going to ask you a question straight out of the gates totally unscripted as far as um a question for sue Um, But as far as branding and video, do the two go hand in hand, first of all? And then the second part of that, how can you do that? It's a broad area, but how can they go in and do that?
3: Well, let's talk about it. And I hope you will all jump in because I I appreciate the kind words that you said. But, you know, this is all about all of us doing it together. And as I look, you know, I don't know, for me, I can see this little window of, of faces And you are all people that have lifted me up and encouraged me and helped me. I mean, this is how we all get places, right, is we're all giving each other a hand up. Um, But to your very good point about video, it's very interesting as I'm sitting here looking digitally at your faces and into your eyes, it feels totally different than if we were just on a, you know, like the OG, you know, conference call or something where we couldn't see each other. I mean, doesn't it feel different? Those of you who are watching this. On Facebook, or if you're watching the recording, assuming there is such a thing, it feels different because you can look into our eyes. And so, branding and video—I'm not going to say it has to go together. There's all kinds of people that have fantastic brands that maybe they aren't using video, but I think they're missing something. Particularly in the mortgage industry, this is a people business, right? I mean, it, people do business with people. They don't just choose random company X. People say, "I want to work with Jason. I want to work with Carl." You know, what I mean, this is people. People want to work with people. So I do think in our industry, you know, if you're smart, your brand is very closely tied to video. Um, when you talk about how to do it, I mean, I think that's what we're going to like dive into, you know, on this call. I mean, I've certainly got some tips. Jinju and I kind of brainstormed a top 10. We may not have a chance to get through all of those, but you can probably share that with people. But I'd, I'd love to hear some of the other things that these folks would share. And probably the biggest thing that I would say is, is just don't overthink it. I think what what people tend to do is they just overthink and overrot and overproduce and over like, and they get overwhelmed and then you just don't do it. I mean, that's what happens to me is that analysis paralysis, where it's like, if I think it's got to be perfect, it's never going to happen. Cause guess what? I'm not perfect, <laughs> nor is anybody on this call, but that's what makes it great is nor is anybody else. None of your customers are perfect either. And they relate to you when sometimes you're just like, Hey, you know what? I don't have makeup on today. And I, in fact, I just recorded a video today and I, you know. I wasn't as a video ready, but I'm like, you know what? I'm always video ready. Let's just do this thing. Cause half people watching this aren't going to have their makeup on either. Scott, I uh, noticed you don't have your makeup on today <laughs> either. So, Didn't.
1: you know, I my makeup, today. My makeup <laughs> biggest, person's on
3: vacation. Fair enough. You know, but the biggest thing is just, you know, just do it. So I know we'll dig into some, some tips on that. And like I said, I think this is a group of people who are just, you know, doing it. And it's wonderful to produce it's wonderful to produce and have it you know i mean that that's a fantastic thing but i also think if you're just getting started and you're just doing it organic and you want to throw something out there and social make a connection don't overthink it grab your phone and do it
0: right
1: yeah i would i would build on i would build on that to say you know there was a there was a period of time when everything was digital 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 and things were like more online you have online applications um, but it's always been a personal. It's always been a belly to belly business. And Carl, you've always been really great with that. And and I think these last couple of years, video has really just stormed back into our lives. And it's turned back into this belly to belly business with video because everybody, almost everybody, is comfortable with video now. Because everybody who everybody who had a job was doing their job over a Zoom call, you know, over the last couple of years. And, and it's so easy to produce and it's so inexpensive to do video anymore. It's like back when big screen TVs were $10,000. And now you can pick one up at Walmart on Black Friday for $149 for a 55 inch, you know, flat screen plasma TV. That's kind of what's happened to video and it's brought the belly to belly back and has brought the personality back to it. So, yeah, no, it's... You know what's so funny
3: about that? Is that, because that's the number one thing that I think all of us have, have heard when you talk to people about, like, why aren't you doing video? And they're like, oh... You know, I don't have the right equipment or this and that. But no. then really, when you get down to it, it's like, no, I think I look funny on video. <laughs> That's what people say. And it's like, hey, guess what? That's what your face looks like. Like all the time. <laughs> and so, you're, Scott, you're spot on. People got really used to this over COVID. Um, in fact, they say in a, you know, a Zoom call or Teams or whatever people use like this, they say there's two kinds of people, those who are looking at themselves and liars. they're just kind of looking at themselves and now we've all gotten used to it so brilliant point Scott
4: yeah it's it's so true and and one thing that you brought up Sue that I think um you know because you know you're just here in Atlanta for the NAMBA event and uh, we talked a little bit about this but Um, You know, just that's the way you look. So if you're okay with meeting people in person, then you should be okay with video because that's how you look right like I don't like the way I sound or look but you just got to get over it, you know on video right and obviously that's just the way I am. But the one thing, the most important part, because you know, all of us, I think, have dealt with that when speaking to a crowd about video or loan officers, real estate agents, what have you, is that's the first, that's the first objection is I don't like the way I look or sound or whatever, or I want to make sure it's perfect, or they, you know, they're overthinking it. And you know, the point that you made, which I, I think needs to be driven home to everyone, is that your audience is going to identify with imperfection. They just are because that's the life they live too. And if you really want to create commonality and sticking with someone, you got to be like them. And you're, you know, you're share those stories, be that person, and those videos I guarantee you, will stand out and stick more than the highly produced ones
0: will. Great. Perfect. You know, and one of the things, so Sue and I just did a pot of Palooza and we came up with the top ten things. Um, top. Ginger and Sue's top 10 video tips is what I think we called it. And so we probably won't get through all of these, but I think it's good to touch on. And number 10 um, for us was know your message. And, you know, once people get over the, okay, that's how I look. I get that. Then the next is, what do I say? What do I say? Right. So how do you overcome that?
3: I, I mean, I'll tell you my my short tip for that is um, a story, and and you just said this, Jason. You said the word story, and it just kind of popped out to me. But it's a, a story or a statistic, and I'll tell you that people are just attracted to those. And so we are in a business of stories. The mortgage industry is a business of stories. It's the stories of people's lives, you know, and especially as we're shifting into, you know, a, a you know, we've always been in a purchase market, more heavily purchase centric market. You know, somebody is going through a a major chapter in their life story when they're purchasing a home. You know, just the stories that happen every day, you know, funny underwriting stories or, you know, tragic story, you know, I mean, who knows? There's, There's, we are in a business of stories and it's a people business. And so I think anytime you can tell a story, you know, I mean, you, you've got to know your headline message and your headline message if you're listening as an originator is probably that you want to do business you know, with these folks, right? And you want to know how you can serve them. How can you help them? How can you help their family, friends, relatives, coworkers. But, you know, what what you're going to, your content around that can be as easy as the story. Or again, a statistic is always really compelling. You know, when there's like a number that jumps out from you if you're doing your your reading. Um, and Carl, you're so good at this. I mean, I have to tell you, you, like, your i feel like it's a little journey into your life every time i see your posts um like on on facebook i mean you just do such a fantastic job i mean you draw us in to your your story
2: and that's uh yeah trust me going in here is not necessarily a safe place to be you know so. uh, (laughs) but you know for like i tell you you know one of my secrets for coming up with what to say on video is number one i look who's my audience so let's just say as a loan officer, my audience might be uh, real real estate agents. Just say, right? Mm-hmm. And so, uh, so what I do is I just go on a real estate agent Facebook group page, you know, like I don't know Florida Realtors United or what I just made a name up, you know, of, of realtors here in Florida, and I go on their group page and I look to see what are they griping about, what are mm-hmm. they complaining about, what are they asking about. Somebody saying, hey, does somebody know a solution for this? And I just look to see what posts got the most reactions, the most likes, the most comments. And I'll read the post. I'll look at the solution and then I'll turn on the video and I say, Hey, a lot of you sometimes wonder about, you know, what do we do about ABC? One thing that we found is an insert in whatever answer got the best results back, you know, that I agree with, of course. Right. Yeah. And so like, or, or with, with, with home buyers, uh, you know, go on a Facebook group page of home buyers and look to see what are they talking about? And uh, so I don't have to think about what they want. I just go what they're saying they want to hear about. And uh, so that's where I get like most of my video content is just what everybody's talking about on the group pages.
1: I, you know what? I think one of the things too is what do you get the most questions about? Mm. Like what, what do you find that consumers or buyers or agents are asking the most questions? And then the other one is, what are you most surprised you don't realize they don't know? Like as working with buyers, it's so interesting. The other day I had a buyer say, who pays the agent's commission? Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh my gosh, you really don't know the answer to it. Yeah. And so half of the content can be most common questions. And then the great content's like, this is the stuff you're really surprised consumers, realtors, or buyers don't know. And it ends up being really good
4: content. That's brilliant. Yeah. And I, you know, not to, you know, I'll let Scott say what he says, because I, I I stole this from Scott, because he said as as far as where the best content is, so I'll let him say it. But I want everyone to really pay attention to what just Carl just said. It really is that simple. And that's where I think we massively overthink where to get the content from. Uh, just like you said, as you know, it's, you know, what what are you, what questions are you getting, right? If you have the answers to these questions, you have content all day long. And, and, and like Carl said, you can really just, and this is something I've done all the time is spend time in Facebook groups. And what are people talking about? What are they griping about? What are they complaining? What, are, what, what challenges do they have? And what solutions can you provide? Because the thing is, is the easiest way to get people to listen to you is if you're giving the answers to the questions that they're asking every single day. So don't overthink it. It really is that simple to find content.
1: Yeah. And the, the, the strategy that Jason's alluding to, and I don't know that I can take credit from it. I heard it from somebody, but the, the best content source is your sent folder in your email box. Because you get a question from a consumer, from one of your borrowers that you're working with, and the topic is their question, and what you typed back to them is your answer. And, you know, I think another part of this also is... is you know, there's definitely some strategy with headlines and things like that, but don't worry about that at first, just get out there and just start talking about it because you will get better and you're always, you're going to suck at first and you have to get through suck, right? You just got to get used to it. You got to use to turn it on the camera, get used to doing it. And then you start getting your chops. The other, the other thing that I, I that I, I try to remember and I like to tell people, remember that when you, when somebody's watching a video, only one person is watching a video. You're not doing a one-to-many presentation in front of a room of people. So I always pretend like I'm explaining it to my mom. And so if you're talking about a, a, a topic or something like that, and Sue, so you said stories. For me, the, my favorite is just success story of clients you've helped. And but not the ones that you didn't have any problems with, like, first of all, those don't exist. But second of all, talk about talk about the problems. Talk about these things. You're not alone. This happens. This isn't the first time I've seen this. Um, you know, we walk this family through it. You're going to get through this, too. And just telling those success stories, because there's so much there. Uh, about you just showing yourself to be a problem solver, um, you showing the connection, the personal connection, showing that you care about the family, the consumer, and how you walk them through their fears and overcame their fears. But yeah, there is, you know, between Carl and, and, and all this stuff, your past clients, and you know, the questions you get with your new clients, there's, there's an unlimited amount of, of content out there and content ideas, there, there's no shortage.
2: And, and, you know, I think another thing that, that that needs to be said, too, is we don't have to have 30 minutes of content when we do a video. In fact, you don't want 30 minutes of content. No. Yeah, like five, right? <clears throat> right, like five minutes. So that little short and sweet like that wins every time. Yeah, if you do okay. if you do a 30 minute video, it only matters what your first five is because, you know, pe- people aren't going to watch it for 30 minutes and that's OK. It doesn't mean they don't like you. It just means we've been <clears throat> trained to think and. Micro moments, and okay. uh, after five minutes, your your time's up. <laughs> that's just how it works.
0: Well, and that's just, if the
1: first thirty seconds were good.
2: And a great point.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, in stories, talking about stories, you know, you talk about success. I know Alan Christian just posted a video um, that he had a situation with a veteran that they wouldn't sell the house to the veteran, and so he did a really good job sharing that story of you know, the challenge, how they overcome that, you know, why it's important, and then the call to action, you know, what that call to action is. And I think that's one of the things when people do videos, and you know, we talked about this in um, part of our top 10, you know, what's your message, know your audience, so who are you talking to, right, which is important, and then know know what your call to action is. What do you want people to do after the video? And don't be afraid to put that in there. You know, so so many times there's not that closure in there. And so, you know, the the reason we're doing videos is obviously to increase your awareness, to provide education, but also let people know what to do next. And And that, that can be helpful.
2: Boy, that's a big point on tell them what. Look, we're all look, we're all walk, walking around with our umbilical cords, looking to plug into somebody, right? All of us, like <laughs> all of us are doing that. And so tell me what to do, tell me what to do. Mm-hmm. I remember I read a, a, a famous study, this is going, probably going back 10 years ago, it might, it might even be 15. There was this famous study where Home Shopping Network, was, uh, they, they hired some, a consultant to come in to tell them how to have better results on their call to action. And what they found, and this is going to sound just so stupid and simple, but it was it, it, their, their study overwhelmingly showed this work that when they said on their call to action, give us a call and order. Now they measured that. And then they measured pretending they're picking up a phone and they would so pick up the phone and call us now. <laughs> and when they did the pick up the phone and call us now, it gave like a 37% bump in the people that called. Shut so up. don't just tell them to call, show them
4: how really to push them. The why,
3: why do I feel like I need to call
2: Carl right now? <laughs> yeah.
4: Isn't
3: I that <laughs> crazy? Isn't that crazy? It's a similar doing thing. The
4: rotary. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Mom? So when you, when you, when you, okay, so Mom. everybody says, yeah, but they know I'm a loan officer. They know what I want them to do next. They don't. Yes. Tell them exactly what to do next, and 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 we're, we're all like that, like all and, of us. Yeah. Sort
3: of- you know what, Scott, you said something a minute ago, too, about like what people don't know, and that actually just reminded me of a story, because I do remember in my origination days working with a, a client, and I had done, you know, all these pre-approval letters, you know, house after house, and he didn't get it, and this and that, he finally gets his house. And he calls me up and he said, you know, thank you so much. It's been so great working with you. And I really just appreciate everything that you've done for me. And he kind of was like, he was closing off our relationship. And I was like, "Um, because I'm, I'm like, bro, we're just getting started. You know I mean? This is actually how this turns into a thing that I actually get paid for this. And he, um, he literally said, cause I said, well, what do you, what do you, and he said, oh, well, I, now I need to go find my bank. Right. Like, you know, and, and I'm like, and I said, "Well, no, this is this is actually what you know I do. Is now we kind of take it from here." And he said, "Oh, I thought you were the pre-approval company." And I was like, "Okay, that's like cute, but but shame on me that I had you know Scott, as you were saying, I'd made this assumption that well, of course you know people know this. People don't know. He was, and and this was a brilliant guy. He was no dummy, but he was brilliant at what he's brilliant at. I think he was an architect or something. But you know, he's brilliant at his thing, but he didn't know. And so don't don't assume." <laughs> <laughs> don't well, assume what people don't know. You may need to give a very clear call to action.
1: That's funny if he was an architect because he's used to taking the plans and handing it to the builder to finish. Yeah. yeah. So I'm wondering.
0: <laughs> it's a pre-approval company. I'll never forget that. But,
1: <laughs> that's,
0: you know, aware. Yeah. yeah, call to yeah, action we, is important. Yeah. So number seven, we have down Know Your Channel. And, yes. you know, we have several audiences within the yep. mortgage industry. And so knowing who you're talking to, whether it's to uh, someone who is doing a purchase, whether they're doing a refinance, whether it's a real estate agent, you know, knowing who you're talking to is very, very important. Um, And so, you know, having a good idea on what that is. Number six, I'm going to roll through because I think this is important. Think in points. And again, this goes back to what do I say? What is my message? How do I craft that? So I go to my inbox and I see these things. I'm used to typing, you know, what that answer is. How do I put that into video? So thinking in terms of points um being able and to ideally in threes right like your right. brain loves a magical three yeah. and
3: three things to tell you there's the this the that mm-hmm. and the yeah. that you know it's very satisfying to your brain so when in doubt if you can ever pull out three points for your video and say hey there's three things i'm going to share with you today about being a first-time home buyer you know that's that's gold but even if you just need a couple bullets to to organize your thoughts that works too
2: Exactly. Hey, so on on those three bullet points, I love that. By the way, there's three blind mice, three wise men, three right, kings, right? three little pigs, three, three little stooges. pigs, yeah, three Stooges. yeah. So, um, <laughs> how do you how do you remember your three points? Like, do you do you write them down or something, or do you have like a little cheat sheet, or what do you do?
3: For me personally, it depends, um, it, it kind of depends, depends on how long it is. But I usually shoot for my videos, are, I always look to be less than 60 seconds. So usually I can hang on to that in my old brain for th- uh, for 60 seconds. However, a lot of times what I do is I'll literally put a post-it note, um, just maybe right under my, you know, right under my camera if I'm recording here, if I'm recording into my phone, I just have it somewhere where it looks like I'm still looking at you. And I just literally put the three bullets here so that I'm sure to get through them. That,
2: that's exactly what do you do. Well, I, I do the exact same. We, we call it the redneck teleprompter. <laughs>
0: yeah. I told you.
2: <laughs> where the person holding the camera for me, I usually have somebody hold it. They're, they're holding, you know, I, I, we literally, I love it. We, we got a little bungee cord uh, tied to a, um, a, 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 a clipboard. A yeah. yeah, a clip, a little, like a coach's clipboard. And in my case, it's Lauren. She literally wears that thing. And so it looks like I'm looking at the camera, but I'm looking at the little bullet points on my redneck teleprompter.
3: I love that. I love that. You got to post a picture of that. That's classic. Yeah,
1: so. so a great strategy that I'm, uh, I was just recording some video on this that I heard from somebody that I thought was brilliant uh, is cards, four by six cue cards. And you write them down and you hold it up and it kind of breaks. It's a pattern interrupt a little bit and it keeps you on track and you put one or two words in a big Sharpie or you put point number one or you put
2: one and word. And you show it to the audience.
1: You show it to the audience. Ah. And it's a, it's a pattern interrupt. So people are paying attention because it looks strange and it helps you pay attention to what you're talking about. And then you pick up the next one and you do it. Um, I had, I remember uh, uh, Chasity Graff actually did uh, during forbearance, she did a really cool video that she didn't say anything. All she did was just held up <laughs> cards. And you see those proposal videos on Facebook yeah. all the time, where people <laughs> will just hold up the card and there's yeah. words on it, and then they hold up the next one. And I think that's a really cool strategy too.
3: Jason, yeah. what do you do? You're you're so good. You're just gold <laughs> at when you're doing your, your social and your videos. I mean, what? how do you look at it?
4: Yeah, you know, honestly, I don't, I you know sometimes when I'm doing this, it's easier when I'm doing it like on my computer StreamYard or something like that because then I have my note just to keep me on form but a lot of it I just honestly that stuff kind of messes me up a little bit you know it, it makes me feel a little bit more scripted and 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 to my and sometimes to my own detriment right because then I'll go off on on some way or another but it just feels more natural to me but um but yeah i mean you know cards are good I, I you know i think that's an important point scott because and it goes back to what you're saying about having three it's called the rule of three uh because it has to do with the there's a th- psychology behind it especially in marketing and advertising and it has to do with with brain mapping right and scott mentioned a, a very important tool or uh, comment which was um interrupting patterns we all have patterns when we're, we're watching video social media and stuff like that and so like Having the small little whiteboard and writing stuff on there is great to grab people's attention. Doing the cards, absolutely same thing because you're interrupting patterns and and what we're doing is interruption marketing most of the time, especially when people are scrolling through the feed. So doing those small things uh, is, is 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 very important. But for me, uh, it, what I try to do mostly is either the notes that I you know the iOS notes <laughs> uh, app on my phone, and I have that on my little stand next to my computer or if I'm using my phone, then I'm kind of SOL, but, but, or, or I'm on my computer, then I have my notes on there. And the cool thing is then that way I can be writing the note, like when I'm exercising or something, cause it's something in my head that I want to talk about, or I'm listening to a podcast that gives me something to think about that I want to do a video on. And then I write that on that note. And that way I could kind of at least keep myself on, um, you know, <laughs> on, uh, on, topic.
0: Yep. Yeah, I love that. Okay, so number five and number four, I'm gonna put together because they really go together. So number five is record on your phone. And we talk about it all the time. You have a $1,000 camera that is in your pocket all the time. And so you don't need to go out and invest in another camera, you have one. And then record where you are. And we talked about this last week, Sue, when we were together. Yeah. Um, And we had been at an event, it was loud, um, it was pouring rain outside. (laughs) So we knew we couldn't go outside and it's like, okay, let's just grab a corner and go ahead and shoot it. And we had people walking in front of us and behind us and it was okay because as long as you can hear it, you can capture the moment and then you can make sure and get that video done, right? Yeah,
3: absolutely, and again, even just as we're looking in these videos here in the little, little windows that you can see, I mean, I want to come like hang out with Carl and listen to music and see what books he's got on his bookshelves. You know, I mean, Jason looks like he's in a real Zen Zen zone, you know, I mean, Scott looks like he's got some tropical. I mean, it's like you learn something a little bit about, you know, the person when you see, even if it's a slightly curated background, you know, you learn something about them. I mean, like I said, in, in, one moment, you could probably see one of my cat's tails go across the, you know. But that's, again, it's
0: okay, it's human and it's real. And so I, I love that tip, Ginger. Yep, absolutely. Um, and so number three we have down our SOS. And I do this um, acronym a lot in coaching because um, I work with a lot of people who are just getting started with video. And so the SOS is SMILE, OPEN, so, and then smile so begin your video with <clears throat> excuse me a smile and so many times and again we talk about you're either checking yourself out <laughs> or lying <laughs> and so when you're doing a video you're having a conversation with one person not a lot of people and we forget that I mean obviously we're having a conversation here in a group but really it's people individually watching us mm-hmm. and so being able to um, You know, have a conversation is important. So begin with a smile. Open yourself up. So many times people get into doing videos and then I see them hunched and they're like leaning forward and they're like not really sure. Open yourself up. Um, Two things that's going to do, obviously it's going to raise your posture, get rid of any double chins you may have. And then the other thing is physically people see that, you know, it's like you're opening yourself up, they're opening themselves up. So it's a physicality. And then the final S, smile, end your video with a smile. So many times you get that freeze frame and that's that last frame either at the beginning or the end of the video, depending on where it's posting at. And so you can avoid that if you begin and end with a smile. So S O S. Okay. And number two, shoot and send. And I think that's important. You know, we overanalyze, right? Don't overthink it. Just, just, just do it. Yeah.
3: Yep. Yep. Don't try to. I mean, once people get into editing, that's the thing where it's. I mean, at least for me, again, if you're working with somebody like Ginger and getting some help with it, awesome. You know, for me, I don't have those kind of skills, and so shoot send. And unless I swore in the middle of the video, even if I mess something up, <laughs> I'm going to send that thing. <laughs> you know
2: what I found, Sue? I found that's actually a, a huge, a, boy. that's a great topic, uh, Ginger, because I found if I try to look like CNN or Fox or whatever, you know, I'm going to lose that every time because these people are professional. Like they all look like they came off the cover of GQ or, or L magazine, you know, and, and I'm not, I'm not going to win that. And uh, so I found like same thing on the background that I want it to look like just. Yeah, just like an word. with your embrace your flaws? You know, I, I, I love uh, CeeLo Green said something one time that really impacted me, he said God made me imperfect in a perfect way. And uh, and I really like that. So I you know, just embrace yourself. I, I stutter sometimes. I look for I, I search for a word sometimes and it's OK. That if we try to look too professional, they're gonna compare me to the professional people that do broadcasting for a living. I'm not gonna win that. So I don't even play that game.
0: Yeah, because you're honestly video, you're having a conversation with one person.
2: Yeah.
0: And Very, so act as if you're having that conversation with one person.
2: I'll, I'll weird you out here for a second. When I first started doing videos, that uh, my, my, my good friend Scott Hudspeth, we started doing video at the same time. I would literally print up a picture of Scott. And I would put it under my camera, and I would sit there and I would talk to Scott.
0: <laughs> right, so uh, that's great. I so, love yeah, that. So that
2: uh, yeah. There's my moment of weirdness, or at least that's why I told my wife, and she saw me printing up all these pictures of Scott.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Making flat Scott, bring him around. <laughs> yeah.
2: So talking to one person, not a group. Great point.
0: Yeah, it doesn't
1: explain your full size stand up of Scott.
2: Though. Well, you know, we ha- we all have our issues, right? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Very, very good. And so then our final thing, obviously, and you said this is just do it.
2: Yep.
3: And I think that's the encouragement that I give everybody listening today is if you know if you haven't really, you know, embraced it, you know, get off this call, and grab a tip that you learned on this call and actually make that your video. Just say, hey, I was just on this, you know, really interesting. Well, hopefully it was really interesting and entertaining um call. You know here's a really interesting tip that I just learned so I wanted to try it out what do you think I mean just that could probably get some traction the thing Carl shared that's I was actually writing notes during this call because I got you know so many interesting things out of this but just the home shopping network thing <laughs> that's hilarious I mean think about just that get online today share that little story that's that's interesting and yeah. just yes just do it
0: yeah well, and now we're not actually asking people to call. So if you're starting a YouTube channel, you'll see this, you know, hit the subscribe button and they'll point to it, right? Yeah. You know, and, and to, to do things like that. So that physicality, I think, is important. So don't be afraid of doing those. You know, you don't want to Ginzu knife it, but, you know, to, to be able to to lead people down a path, I think, is important, right?
1: Shamwell <laughs> videos don't always sell that well.
0: <laughs> it worked for a reason, you know? I mean... <laughs> Exactly.
2: Yeah, we we know Ginzu nice and ShamWow for a reason. That's a great point. <laughs>
3: yeah, and if you're my age, you know the uh what was yeah, it? the Pope yeah, yeah, don't do that stuff.
2: We all know exactly who that who and what that is. So apparently that works more than what we'd care to admit to, probably, you know.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Well, we're at the top of the hour, a little beyond, and so, uh, so Sue, thank you so much. It's great to see you again. Thank you and, uh, all. Thank you all. And Give expertise. you a big virtual hug yes. all of you. Big, big virtual hugs. So guys, we are doing a call next Wednesday. We're going to do it. Um, I don't know. I was kind of playing around with, you know, maybe playing around with some turkey videos. Not turkey videos, but, you know, so finding some videos and looking at that videos and kind of talking about different videos as far as you know, what's working, what's not working. I don't know.
2: You know, know, it'd be a great topic. And I'd love to hear, you know, like, we don't want to talk about this now, but you know, a great topic. What videos do we put out around the holiday time? That'd be Mm -hmm. a great thing. Cause a lot of people think, well, it might be kind of weird doing a video during the holiday season. What do you say? Do I do a call to action? Do I not like, and that'd be a great topic.
0: Yeah. Yep. we can okay. unpackage that
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> and ah, stuff sorry, that in for our next conversation. Oh, my God. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow.
0: Okay. Fast. Well, guys, thank you so much. For those of you who are tuning in, thanks so much. And we will see you next week on another episode of Mortgage Video Mastermind. Thanks, thanks for guys. having me. Bye,
3: everybody. Bye, Bye, everybody. Bye everybody. Great, Great everybody.
2: seeing you, Sue. Great Good seeing you. to see
0: you
3: all. Take care. Bye. Bye, Ginger. Bye.